Hello, patrons. We're back. Uh, we are talking with Catherine Liu. This is a continuation of our previous uh, discussion. Consider this the after party, after uh, after the main thing, after the bunga bunga party. This is the after party, and we are going to be talking about the culture industry, Americanization, the children of the PMC, uh, decolonizing the curriculum. But we're going to start talking. Uh, we're going to start where we finished, which was about professional managerial class unions and unionization, a recent trend. Um, so before I bring in Phil and George, as well as our guest, Catherine, um, I'm going to speak a little bit about this phenomenon of middle class unionization, uh, especially in the US. So I don't know if you're aware of the news or whether this recent trend, but there's an Alphabet Workers Union, of course, Alphabet being the parent company of Google, um, various others in tech companies, uh, unionization at newspapers and at other media outlets. Uh, and of course, there are also big strikes by teachers in Arizona, Oklahoma, West Virginia, and so, so on over the past few years. We did an episode on it um, about a couple of years back. And of course, you know, teachers themselves are, are the PMC as well. Um, but I think a lot of the coverage on this has been quite boosterish, especially in progressive and socialist media. And it disguises maybe something weird going on, some of the pathologies of the PMC that we already discussed in, in the kind of main uh, free episode. Um, and we're going to delve a little bit more deeply into it here. So there's a recent piece in Damage magazine, uh, which the link to it, which is included in the show notes, uh, which has been a bit more critical of, of this phenomenon. It's called The PMC Gets Organized. And the author, Dominic King, shows how these are minority unions, which is to say they're not ones recognized by the National Labor Relations Board. They're often just a few hundred workers in a big company, for example, as in the case of the Google union. Um, but the issue isn't so much that. Uh, the problem is that they're kind of minoritarian unions. They're made up of activists often defending pet causes rather than representing members against employers. So uh, that, that article says, you know, tech worker demands don't always challenge and thereby extract concessions from management, but rather often demonstrate a desire to be management, i.e. to have control over hiring and firing practices, to be more just and inclusive than existing managers and so on. Um, so a listener to this podcast who has to remain anonymous for reasons of their own job security reached out to me to tell me a little bit more about what's going on. And so the, the following bit here is going to be um, in some way relaying what they've told me, um, and I'll make a couple of commentaries along the way. Um, they are someone who was involved in militancy in these tech unions, so saw, saw a lot of this stuff firsthand. So the first example uh, is uh, at a panel discussion about PMC unions. You had two professional employees at a tech company uh, who were there talking about ethics and drones and so on. And the person next to them, also on the panel, was a subcontracted Facebook cafeteria worker who had got cancer and missed some work for chemo. And then her, their employer tried to fire her. Um, so the union stepped in and protected her job and won them better health insurance from the employer. And so the activists, uh, the other guy, the, the 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 two other professional employees on the panel were hearing this and go, yeah, you go, girl, you know, cheering her on. But at the same time, but then went on and to say like, yeah, but anyway, back to what we were talking about, we need more control and ethics and blah 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 blah. Uh, there was another case that uh, the Google Union effort basically reached a tipping point uh, and went public in response to the departure of an elite researcher and manager in the ethical AI group at Google. This researcher kind of fancied themselves a bit of a race leader uh, for the field and for the company. And she was fired, apparently, for trying to protect and lift up black women at Google. That's the official story. But the truth seems to be that she gave her boss an ultimatum when they pushed back on an external research paper she wanted to submit and then sent out an email to hundreds of employees about how the company opposes black women, um, seemingly kind of overblown. 
And then she was then shocked to find that the boss had taken her up on an ultimatum and accepted her resignation. So there's a lot of kind of uh, other political and pet issues mixed up with uh, the basic job of a union of defending workers union. Um, however, and this is something that our, our correspondent notes, that there's a divide between top tier tech companies like Google and smaller ones where they have some union campaigns among programmers. So whereas the former, that is Google, gets elite college grads from all around the world, the latter gets the more proletarianized one. So it's a, it's a mixed picture. So even in the same sector and the same job, you get quite a bit of variation, which maybe captures the ambivalence of the PMC as a class, something that we were discussing in the main episode of a division between the upper and the lower PMC. Um, so there's still a case to be made one assumes for PMC unions, especially if we're talking about the lower end of the BMC and especially if we're talking about teachers and unions and so on. But even some of these tech and journalism unions still do the basic job of representing and defending members' material interests alongside all the other stuff. So, and they've had some success in doing that in overturning layoffs or guaranteeing back pay for fired workers or fighting unjust dismissals. But the problem seems to be, uh, argues our correspondent, that they often get subsumed by higher-end PMC concerns. So, for example, uh, this is, again, a, an example from our listener. Uh, they mimic socialist language about wanting to have democracy in the workplace. But what they mean when they say that is that they want more ethical managers. They want to have a say in the business decision regarding ethics, not any say in the conditions for workers. Uh, as they said, uh, they want to protect the world from Google, not protect each other from the boss which I thought was a, quite a telling line. So, you know, you can see Google as dangerous um, in, in the world, but it's really striking that many of the issues the PMC unions take up themselves are ideologically aligned with the views of their employer. So, you know, defending diversity or ethics and so on. So uh, one thing that really struck me as crazy, and this is something, again, that was passed on to me from, uh, from our listener, was that critics of PMC unions often do it on woke grounds. So uh, then I, I saw some, some screenshots from Twitter. Uh, one Google activist on Twitter, uh, quite a well-known one, uh, argued that control is an illusion. There's no difference between the walls of Google, the walls of the Alphabet Workers Union, and the wall that Trump wanted to build. Uh, and another, another former Google worker argued that business unions are problematic because they only involve current employees as stakeholders, while radical unions see current employees only as a source of power, but not necessarily the total set of interests, i.e. these radical unions which, the PM, which these PMC activists want to defend are interested in pursuing all sorts of other causes rather than uh, just the basic job of defending their members' interests. And so the thing that strikes me with all this, I mean, three points, basically. Um, firstly, is that I would normally be critical of unions for not being political enough for, you know, what is called economism. Um, and that was often the radical critique of corporatist unions throughout the post-war period. But now it seems, especially for these middle class unions, you could argue that they're too political, that they're basically unattuned to the basic defense of their members' economic interests and are more interested in playing out a role as activists. Um, the second point is that it's, this is the narcissism of the PMC, in my view. So they're so self-conscious about their own privilege that, and they can't see beyond it. So all their activity is entirely oriented around this ambivalence about their own privilege. Um, their activism is rooted in um, basically being a club of like-minded people rather than uniting people who have the same interests, irrespective of whether they're from the same walk of life or the same type of person, have the same interests and so on. Um, and the third thing, and this is an issue which we've discussed a lot on the podcast, which it seems to me to be part of a wider politicization and radicalization of the middle class across the West, 
So you have an increasing self-assertiveness of the PMC, which is manifest in this unionization, um, but was also manifest in the hypocrisy over, you know, at the beginning of 2020 um, of the PMC insisting people stay at home during the pandemic, followed shortly after by the PMC going to the streets in the name of Black Lives Matter. Um, on our word only, it seems to be, uh, or what uh, Elena Lang has called the middle-class leviathan. Um, so those are some of Reddit there at the end, um, some of my thoughts, um, but I'd like to bring in uh, the rest of you guys to, to discuss some of those points and whether we think middle-class unionization pro- is potentially progressive or whether it'll inevitably be bound up with the PMC's own uh, LARPing and uh, dreams of of being an activist and its own pet projects. One thing that strikes me listening to what you're saying is um, I th- how the um, kind of tech sector unionism is probably something which is very specific to the states because the PMC unions in the UK are overwhelmingly public sector unions. Hey there, you've reached the end of a short excerpt from an episode that's been released only to our patrons. If you'd like to join us and gain access to around two Patreon-exclusive episodes a month, please go to patreon.com slash bungacast.